Blog Talk Radio. disagree on everything so just before i get going i want to ask him jerry do you like that music because i love it do you like it jerry you know I, i'm gonna say i do it it just lets me know that all is well and it's wednesday at noon and we're on the animal show it's comforting okay that but that, that doesn't sound like you like it intrinsically you like it because no, I, of what it symbolizes i i wouldn't i wouldn't play it on my home hi-fi system if that's what you're asking <laughs> yeah well i love I it mean, everybody is that chuck berry it's mine is it chuck berry no no and it's it's the sonics but i'm not supposed to say because i i don't pay them okay i just stole it out of this the the center of their uh single from uh 1965 okay i i, I gotta do the intro we gotta get going now they're on your trail the, now dude you know how widely popular this show is yeah, I, I had sure, someone on sure LinkedIn today. I had right someone now. on LinkedIn telling me she's listening to the show for the first time and she wants to be a a, a guest, and she's a, no. some kind of executive <laughs> coach. It, 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 this is not small <laughs> potatoes, okay? <laughs> she can call right now and be a guest on today's show. Well, yeah, because I've got to tell you something. The guest hasn't showed up yet, so let me do my intro, okay? I got a okay, little something okay. to teach you. I got and something to teach everybody. Back to you, animal. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, Jerry, that, uh, that not many people seem to do uh, reference checks anymore. If you ask them, they say no. Uh, nobody wants to give them anyway. They're no good. But, but I got to tell you something. We have like the head of state in Canada is the queen, not the prime minister. He's the head of the government. The head of state is the queen. And so the queen has a representative here, uh, the governor general. And our governor general is a woman named Julie Payette. She's an engineer uh, and she's an astronaut. Okay, so she's a a real somebody. Uh, But the thing is, they didn't when they appointed her they didn't do any reference checks and she's been in big trouble everywhere she worked for yelling at people she's a lousy boss right and now we've got the privy council is a a group of people that advises the prime minister and they're doing an investigation of the governor general's office it's absolutely amazing Okay, and I'm going to read some stuff. Okay, uh, uh, the the year Payette left the Montreal Science Center, she was appointed to the Canadian Olympic Committee, right? And uh, the, the COC board spoke to Payette. Okay, uh, okay, she was uh, she was accused of berating a young female employee to the point of tears. Okay, at the Summer Olympics in Rio. Uh, We've all done that, that though. Listen to this. She screamed at another employee over having to wait with her son for a vehicle to pick them up at an event they attended privately. Okay, they said it was very hot in Rio and they shouldn't have been left on the the sidewalk. She said it was ridiculous and there was lots of pollution. Right. And she was uh, 
accused of uh, uh, threatening to fire an employee during a meeting for not having uh, answers to all her questions. And one a former employee at the Canadian Olympic Committee uh, says staff couldn't do anything to make her happy. She would erupt out of nowhere, okay? And this is like uh, the red flags were in her relationship with her employees, her controlling attitude, her resistance to administrative authority. Uh, and this was not just at the Canadian Olympics Committee. It was at... Uh, that science center, the Montreal Science Center, before that. But people are just, you know, wowed by her. They think, oh, man, everybody, she's an astronaut. She's a lady engineer. Everybody's going to love her. Nobody loves her, okay? And, and wow. these complaints, we've been hearing about them for ages, and the information was right there. Apparently, the people where she used to work, they were shocked when the prime minister said, that he was going to make her the governor general. So everybody, there you go. Check the references. Sometimes it's easy to know. Hey, you know what, Jerry? What? What? Do what, I what, know? what? The recruiting animal. I bet you like that music, Jer, because uh, you suggested it. Loved it, <laughs> loved it. That's okay. uh, that's by a band uh, named Shooting Star, uh-huh. rock and roll band from the seventies and early eighties. Uh, it fits great. It works for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, I want. Sure I want to thank. I want to thank the sponsors. Okay. Uh, yep. You know what? Yep. I forgot to. Uh, I forgot to uh, write my intro. <laughs> sort of ad lib sorry everybody it was a bit disjointed but you know probably no better mm-hmm. than usual anyway staffingdebt.com nobody noticed anything different yeah nobody listening the guest isn't even here okay if you <laughs> if you have, maybe she'll show by the end of the uh the little intro if you have okay uh if you're a third-party agency recruiting agency and you've got um you know, a client who cheats on you and they say, no, uh, Jerry, we're not interested in your candidate. Mm. He stinks. Okay. Buzz off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you find out later they hired him. Staffingdebt.com. They specialize mm. in collecting fees for recruiters and their software backdoor hires. That will tell you, I don't know how it works, but that tells you who's cheating you. Okay. So, uh, the guest, uh, 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 well, the CEO there was Wilson Cole. He was a guest a couple of months ago. Everybody liked Great him. Guy. I did too. Loved okay? him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's only Hold two it. kinds it- of recruiters in this world, animal. What kinds? Those who have been ripped off and they know it. Those who have been ripped off and they don't know it. So yeah. That's the okay. only two kinds. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jerry. Okay. Yeah. Hone it. H O N E I T dot com. Hone it. H O N E I T dot com. Uh, Jerry came up with a ver- an idea very similar to Hone It's years and years ago. Very okay. Similar. It's the on the online interview technology. Uh, now you c- it gives you a full transcript of the interview. It uh, 
It gives you video, gives you audio, and, and it lets you create little clips of the most important questions. So the hiring manager, wow, they can hear exactly what the candidate says in her own words. If she's got some signals, they're going to know. Yeah, okay. Hire tool. I'm going to spell the Jerry always claims that I don't spell it right. Now, I'm not sure about that. H-I-R-E. You've been doing well. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool that everybody loves. Just let me say right now, if you are a super sourcer or a super recruiter, and there's a discussion on Facebook, any group of sourcing tools, everybody loves hire. And finally, our very good friend at PCRecruiter.net, Marty Snyder's the CEO there, and he says they're the Swiss army knife of recruiting software because they do everything, and we'll get back to that later. Let me see if the guest showed up. You know what? I guess she forgot. I got to tell you, I canceled her a few times <laughs> because I well, screwed up the schedule. I thought I was going to have a medical appointment last week, but I didn't, so I changed her and all kinds of stuff. Anyway. Would it so, have been a uh, free it, medical exam or something? Free medicine? Y- it was actually yeah free, but I had to wait five months for it, and uh, then it was uh, uh, canceled because I, I had a headache. I didn't feel well, and they they said go home. We're not taking oh. you. Wow. Uh, so it's postponed. Free you know, medicine. If you have a headache, if you have a headache, and you tell them, yeah. they send you away. You can't get it's a COVID crisis, everybody. In case you're listening to this, Dude, in the year you got a lie. You got a lot. You know what? I, I don't know how to. I, I had three COVID tests already, negative every time. Okay, but they're not really Why? reliable, so they know it. So if you say, you know, I'm not feeling 100 percent, go home. Don't come in. Yeah, you're out. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, I had a. I had a uh, let's see. Hold on. Is that the guest? No, that's not the guest. Area code 210. That's Michael G. Cox, isn't it? Yes, it is. Michael G. What happened hmm. to the guest? Yeah. What happened, Michael G. Cox? Oh, <laughs> Where is she? Hey man, she wrote. People get busy. She wrote. She's going to see me, okay? And not only that, she no, told no, me no. yesterday. Uh, I was telling <laughs> Jerry that she's an empath. That means she's supposed to be sensitive to what I'm thinking. Uh, and you know what? Maybe, empath. maybe she sees what I'm thinking that I don't even know. And there was something negative there, mm. and she decided uh, she was going to miss oh. the show for that reason. All all those negative tests, they give out a negative vibe. <laughs> negative tests are good. You know, they stick oh, that okay. super long thing up your nose. But you know what? Mm. The first two times it hurt, but it only lasted a second. The last time she kept it up there longer, but it didn't hurt. I'm going to say she was more skilled than the average nose tester. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, I had a question. My first question for her was, uh, has the COVID crisis had an effect on recruiting? And she said, because I wrote, uh, she said on Facebook, uh, I've seen this coming, you know. I, I've got ideas. I had ideas to, uh, you know, uh, to get results. Uh, and I wanted to know, you know, she saw how she saw it coming and what that meant. <laughs> Jerry left already. It's just you and me, MikeRecruiter.com, for the time he being. <laughs> No, it's just you and me. Hey, if you don't bring just value, you and me. Jerry's got, he's, he's a busy man. Yeah, Jerry said, well, he finally showed up, and he's, he's, got, he's got a cold. He might have COVID. He was in Las Vegas, and uh, he said he had to wear a mask at the pool. 
in a hundred degree weather. But now he's got a cold. Uh, so let's hope he's not. Let's hope he's negative too. We know Jerry's a, a negative guy. Okay. Uh, so so here, the, I'll uh, ask the you. guest not here. What was she? She's a sorcerer. I had seen that. Is she like independent? Sorcerer and recruiter. Or? Sorcerer and recruiter. Oh, and but recruiter. you know what? I got to tell you, I started doing something new. It's time consuming, but can be interesting. If someone is active on Facebook, they leave a footprint. So I went through everything she had said on Facebook. And one of the first questions I had based on uh, what she said was, uh, this is my question. Do, do many recruiters have inferior personalities? And the reason I asked that question was uh, somebody said, on Facebook, do recruiters need better tools or better training? And she said, I think they need to be better people. The stories I hear from wow. candidates and my own recent transition tells me uh, that for being in a people business, not many of us are very good with people. Would you agree with her well, uh, that very negative statement <clears throat> that they have to be better people? Michael G. Cox? Well, I, I wonder, I mean, yeah, sure. We could all be better, but uh, I'm wondering what kind of candidates she speaks with on a, on a regular basis. Because um, let's face it, we we have a slew of of entry level, low, you know, poorly qualified individuals that are coming into recruiting all the time. Uh, maybe less this year, but and and those types of individuals are being put on more entry level type positions. So those candidates that they're speaking with, those individuals that they're speaking with, are probably getting a a, a, a piss poor experience. Let me interrupt you. Okay, hold on. Before you give us that same lecture that I've heard many times, okay, that there's no barrier, there's no training, there's lots of losers coming into the business. Look, if anyone listens to the show, they don't have to judge by me, okay? Just take it for granted I'm the most ignorant, incompetent person you're going to hear on this show, okay? There's lots of nice people, okay. and they all sound pretty pretty okay, even if you don't think they're, you know, you want them for your best friend. They sound good, okay? And there's, like, yeah. <laughs> there's probably 100 people talk on this show every year. Uh, so I, I don't know where they're coming up with this <laughs> stuff that every recruiter, you know, there's so many awful people. Okay, I'm not good with people, but I'm not so bad. What do you say to that, no, Michael no, G. Cox? And, and, and you're talking to 100 people on this show per year. That's a very small, you know, subsect of the of the uh, recruiting world. So I, I'm pretty sure you're not going to be speaking to basic entry level uh, recruiters, you know, that are at one of the two or three hundred. Okay, well, let me go on. She also said there's many. Uh, was her or someone else said there's many great i think she said this there's many great internal and external recruiters but for every good one there's several bad ones you're agreeing with that aren't you you're agreeing yes. with that for every good and, one and, and i don't know what the ratio is that sounds that's like one to four one to five now th- that's that's the uh that's the same in any industry sales you're going to have, um, you know, eight terrible or not terrible, just not the best sales executives, and then you're going to have two people that are, you know, pulling a, a significant amount of the weight. But okay. it's not just sales; it's not just recruiting. 
Okay. Uh, let me just check to you. Anywhere. She's not here. Okay. I, I got a feeling she's not coming. Okay. Well, it could be a short show. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. Here's another question. Okay. Uh, have you ever taken NLP? I've been tempted, but uh, I've read again and again that it's it's fake. Okay. But she said uh, she loved it. It really helped her. Uh, and lots of salespeople take it. What's your exposure to it? Yeah. I've never, I've never taken it. I've never gotten into it, um, so I'm, I don't, I don't know very much about it. Sorry. Yeah, but do any sales reps? You play sales reps. He plays sales reps. Everybody, if you want to see his, uh, his uh, LinkedIn profile, it's MikeRecruiter.com. I made that for him. There you Mike go. Recruiter. I wanted to have much Recruiter Mike, but he chose Mike Recruiter. Okay, Mike Recruiter. Yeah. He's a sales. Uh, does do any recruiters tell you that they have taken NLP? And uh, were not recruiters. It, any sales reps, candidates? Do they list that reps, NLP? Yeah. Never it has it ever come up. No. No. Okay. I, I, I don't. I don't hear about it. And and lately, I've been having a lot of conversations with uh, you know senior uh, leadership executives in sales, and it never comes up as as a requirement. Um, it, it's one of those things that, that people are probably going to, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it on your own, on your own dime and time. Yeah, but they and would list time, it. Wouldn't they list it? A salesperson list NLP training on his or her resume? Probably. Yeah. But you don't see like, it. Especially they, or at least they'd certainly mention it when I say, Hey, so outside of oh, hold work, on. Uh, Michael G. Cox, wait a second. Area code eight one five. That wouldn't be the guest, would it? Area code eight one five. Who are you? Is it the guest? This is Ernie. This is Ernie. Ernie. Ernie Moreno. You're as good as the guest. I Ernie. The guest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ernie. Ernie. Well, we're talking about NLP. Are you familiar with NLP? NLP. Neurolinguistic. No. Oh, some people might not know what it is. Neurolinguistic programming. You you never heard of it? Oh, no. Never heard okay. of it. Okay, moving on. Isn't okay, it look at animal just like hey, this is what you say like um specific words to use to come across as smoother or or uh, to have a bit more influence like trigger words almost. Is that what it is? Uh it's kind of like hypnosis. You uh in fact it's based on hip- hypnotic uh suggestion you I don't know. And you nice. also, uh, if if a person looks, they're thinking about something, they look in a certain direction, and you can read what they're thinking by the way their eyes move. Let's move on, okay? Here's something better, yeah. okay? I'm not uh, going to be able to carry a conversation and look at where they're looking and, and then make some sort of an, an asinine assumption about what they're actually Well, okay, thinking. let's say you don't know anything about NLP. So before you criticize it, even if it is worthy of criticism, you you need better exposure, okay? But look what she says. Oh, yeah, the, that's, that's, with that's the, the new way of the world. You just criticize everything. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's always been like that. Uh, sorry to tell you, Mike. Okay, look. Okay. See, I was so smart. I looked up all her answers before the show. I don't even have to ask her. I can read her answers. Someone said on guess. Facebook... Yeah, some <laughs> I can at least uh, uh, mime her. Okay, someone said on Facebook, one of my clients is looking to hire a unicorn for $57,000 a year. Would you work on a tough, nearly impossible to fill position 
you know, uh, for a little commission because it's you know this a percentage of a low salary, or would you say goodbye? Okay, the guest today says it depends how good you are. I can find unicorns quickly and easily. Okay, if you really struggle, then no, move on. I can find unicorns quickly and easily. A unicorn is like something that's impossible to find, isn't it? Is that an outrageous statement? Ernie first. Ernie. <laughs> if they gave me that assignment, I would say, you know what, 57 is a little too low. I can't do it. If you gave oh, it really? me at, 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 at 150000 I'll look. I'll spend some time. But I make no promises. Okay. But, you know. is, is that 57000 too low because you know it's a very tough? What, what's a unicorn? Michael G. Cox, what is a unicorn? Do you know? It's like it's this majestic beast with a horn in its head. Yeah, no, no. But what is it in recruiting? <laughs> it, it is nothing in recruiting. It's somebody that's highly qualified. Let's just say that. Okay, it's someone that's so qualified. It's like a purple squirrel. Same thing. Really impossible to find. Damn, Am I right about that? Okay. okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, so I think you're right. Qualified. Okay, so Ernie, are you saying you wouldn't take that search because – a, it's the salary's too low and your commission's going to be too low, or because the salary's too low and it's hard to find. Uh, is it both of them together, or because, is it because the, because the commission's too low? It's, it, I set myself a goal that I have to make at least fifteen thousand on a on a search, or uh, or twenty five percent, whichever is higher, and that one would take me below my 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 fifteen thousand. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't work it. Plus. If it, you know, in fifteen thousand, you can get at sixty at sixty k or whatever, you could get supervisors, and those are a lot easier to find and a lot easier to focus my time on than trying to find the purple squirrel for somebody that. Okay. Uh, now that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I think that's that an important value. question. What's what's your lowest? What's the lowest uh, um, fee that you you work for, Michael G. Cox? Do you have a, a bottom. Uh, it's, uh, right now, I'm at uh, about 20% on a, on a non-retained 90-day um, guarantee. Yeah, okay, okay, but no, 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 that's not what I mean. If the salary Sorry. is going to take you lower than a certain amount, like Ernie charges a percentage as well, but if you know the salary is so low, it won't give him a certain uh, fee, he won't take it. Right, like fifteen is right. his basis. Right? Do you have a bottom line? Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's, it's going to depend. That's a no. Okay. Typically, you just you're looking at okay. seventy-five thousand fee, so that's fifteen thousand. Oh, okay. Okay, but, but some people I know for COVID, I, during the COVID season, they're going for a flat fee that's lower <laughs> than what Ernie said. Okay, in order to get no. some business. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's very that's very interesting. If uh, Ernie, if somebody was saying, yeah. "Look, Ernie, uh, I, I I I heard you're fantastic. I, I heard you on the Recruiting Animal Show. I like you. I, I feel I can relate to you. Uh, and I got this position. I'm trying. Been trying to fill for a year. It's paying sixty thousand dollars. What would you say to them? What would you actually say? I would say, look, if you can't fill it. For a year, for sixty thousand, and perhaps it's it's too low. Let's look at let's look at what you're asking for. Let's talk about that, and then let's go back to the market and look at what the market okay. is paying. Because uh-huh. right now you're 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 at you're paying sixty 
I've been placing people at this same job for 70, 75. And, that's, and that I will tell you as an example of if you were to make this a, a production supervisor uh, job, production supervisors in food manufacturing are now going for 70. So when you hear somebody who says, I want to pay 55 to 60, it's like, uh, I'm not excited. Okay. You know? See, uh, you know, I, I hate this saying, but I see what you did there. Okay. <laughs> you took it from the abstract into a very specific thing where you could compare it. Okay. But let's say I, I made it real easy. Let's say it's not a year. Someone just calls you up and they said, I heard you're really good. I've got this job. It's going to be a bit tough to fill. It's for $60,000. Okay. And that's below your quota or your, your, your bottom rate. What would you say to them? How, uh, how would you kiss them off, or, or would you say, "Look, that's, would you say that's just too low for me? I can't work that cheap." Yeah, that, I would tell them that's something I, I wouldn't do, and uh, I've done that before. And I said, "How, how do you tell you know, them?" So look, look, look. I, 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 maybe I'm on the the spectrum. Okay, I need everything really spelled spelled <laughs> out really clearly, or I don't. I can't figure out how to do it myself. What words would you use, dear Ms. Uh, potential client, uh, that's too cheap. I I can't I can't work like for peanuts. I got to feed my family. Is that what you would say, or would you say something else? I I, I would basically tell them like, and I did this to the warehouse person. That, that I don't want basically. I want word stuff. for word. Go ahead. Okay, I, I would say, look, uh, you're asking me to fill this position at X amount, at, and and I tell you I work at twenty five percent. But the amount has to be at least over six, over fifteen thousand. So we need to bring that up. If you want, if you want to hire somebody, we need to either bring up my fee or we need to bring up the salary you're offering. But I can tell you, with uh-huh. the salary you're offering, you're going to get the bottom of the barrel, and that's what you. Oh, don't oh well, you do. don't know that yet. You don't know that. See, that's that's your addition. You don't know the job, okay? Or so. I'm, I'm not telling you which job it is, but ah. I, I like, you know, Michael G. Cox, I want your input here. Yeah. I, Ernie's got a manner that, that I don't know, he, he speaks loud, and, and you can hear him clearly, delivers strongly, and at the same time, it's very relaxed. So I think he can deliver negative messages like that without offending somebody. It's a, a special quality. Do, would you agree with me, or would you just say I'm wrong? I would say you're wrong. It's more based on the fact that Ernie knows his industry and the positions that he's been filling for at least what Ernie, at least two years. <laughs> for this, no, no, no. Years. You, you, uh, uh, Michael G. Cox. Yeah, I don't exactly. even think you understood what I said. Okay, he's delivering a negative message, <laughs> and I'm not even allowing him to refer no, to his expertise. It's just based on money. I don't think yeah. he's delivering a, a negative message because he's talking and he's educating based on his experience and his expertise. No, I'm not letting him do industry. that. I'm just saying he's all he's allowed to do is say, look, it's too cheap for me. I can't work for that kind of money, okay? And he does if it in a great – they're coming to him, though, I, I can't remove him from reality. If they're coming to him, they're, they're, they're after a specific type <clears throat> of individual in a specific industry. And that's the way he's going to react because he's been doing it for 20 years. Okay, you're, you're a troublemaker. Okay, uh, I don't like I don't like <laughs> yeah, what you yeah. just said. <laughs> I don't like what I you just said. Do. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to do an ad. Okay, PCRecruiter.net. Marty Snyder, as I said at the beginning, he calls it 
the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. And people have told me, you know what, kids don't know what a Swiss Army knife is anymore. It's a knife that's got a fork and a spoon and all kind and a corkscrew. It does everything. It's good. That's everything. And it's the same with PC recruiter. It doesn't matter what kind of recruiting you're in, contract, temp, executive search, direct hire. It's very, very, Michael G. Cox, what's that word? Configurable. Configurable. That means it's customizable. And also, you know, it doesn't matter if you're uh, a kitchen table recruiter like Jerry (laughs) or if you work for a big company, okay? they're happy to help you. If you don't know how to configure your own software, they'll help you. And what that means, again, is that you can shape the software to suit your own needs, not theirs. PCRecruiter.net. Check it out. Okay. So, uh, uh, hey, I need to take some NLP pro, uh, training so I can have you like what I say. Yeah, okay. Well, certainly that last one, you're too rooted. You know what? Uh, 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 some people I know would say you're too earthbound, okay? I asked you for something right. in the abstract. Just imagine you're turning someone down because the fee isn't enough. And you say, well, I can't do that. No, no. I got to put it in the real-life context for Ernie. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I kind of do. Where's yeah, your imagination? I, I, okay, yeah. Right. You kind of do, okay. Yeah, okay. Look, here's here's something else. Uh, she answered a question, the guest today. Maybe I should talk in her voice, although I don't know what it's like. I've never heard her, okay. Uh, although I found out when I was doing my research, she was scolding me uh, in 2011 for how I was running the group, okay. <laughs> Dude, you go back, man. You go deep. Yeah, I go back. I go deep, okay? <laughs> and Anyway, okay. And she said, so she commented yesterday. She said, well, maybe I've changed in nine years. But actually, you know what? She had a valid criticism then. Uh, I won't say no. But I'm going to say, uh, here's to the question. Someone asked on Facebook, uh, has uh, work from home affected recruiting? And uh, Kurt Smith said, It's made people way more productive. He said, I'm getting two hours more work done per day because I don't have to commute. And she said the same thing. She said, I agree. I find with many teams that personal needs are significantly reduced and more work actually gets done. Uh, Would you agree with that? You used to go into an office, right? And you don't anymore. Am I right, Michael G. Cox? You are correct. And... Yeah, I, I get more done, but it's because it, it also has to do with the fact that this is my business now. I don't, I'm not, I'm not working for anybody else, so I'm, uh, I'm giving it, uh, giving it the, the, the ganas, the juice. Oh, the gana? Is that a <laughs> foreign gana. word that I should know? That only you and Ernie uh, know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's an, okay, no, energy. Look. You haven't taken the course. Okay, are you saying that you have more incentive to work harder now than when you were working at your old employer? That's not a good reference. You, you know, you're saying I wasn't the same kind of heads-down worker before I had the uh, personal drive. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, no. The, the work is, uh, you know, I work pretty hard for for my former employers, um, but now if I don't work, <laughs> lights getting shut off and and. You know, it's it's much more uh, drastic. Don't work, don't eat. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Ernie, 
That sounds right. like he's saying, I, I, don't, I don't work as hard as I used to. I used to be uh, a more of a water cooler guy, but uh, not anymore. <laughs> okay. Ernie, what do you think? Has working improved? Uh, uh, well, you've, you've been working for your on your own. Do you go into an office or do you work from your home? I work from my home. I've never, I've never worked for anybody else except myself. I just set up shop here and started, started from, uh, from scratch. But uh-huh. uh, when I used, when so I used to can, work in an office speak in to the that. HR. Yeah, so you can't, I, I speak, can't speak to that to whether the work the from home, work from home, no, good or I, bad. You've, you've got no, no opinion. Okay. I, I, okay. Well, my opinion is this. I, what I've noticed from other recruiters that I work with, yeah, that it, yeah, is that. When they work, when they work in an office, they usually keep their weekends sacred. After five, after six, they don't deal with much, many people. And a lot of times, uh, you're working for somebody else. But when I work with people who work like Michael G. Cox out of my, out of the house and all that, I can call them up Saturday, Sunday, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and they return the calls and we talk. And uh, it's just you're hustling in a different way, although you're hustling yeah. in both ways. Okay, so the people who work from home have Morgana. Okay, yeah. Uh, Morgana. Okay. <laughs> Ghana. Yeah, it's, it's oh, okay. Plural, by the way. Okay, well. Thanks. Plural. Uh, okay, but but okay, but uh, but but what hours did you work nights regularly, Ernie? That was another question. Uh, do you work nights, calling people? Uh, I, I kind of work depending on how I feel. Like if I decide I want to take a nap at one o'clock, I'll take a nap. And then I'll come back and make it up at seven, eight, nine. Do sourcing. Okay, or but I mean, what about working, just just for the sake of reaching people? Do you have? Does a recruiter have to work nights? I think so. Well, you could have a. Well, you, you don't have to, but you get a better conversation at times because you gotta uh-huh. you gotta really look at who your who your customer is at that time. And if it's if you're calling a candidate, they can't talk to you very comfortably sometimes during the day. So you set up a time at night, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, depending on yep. when they can. And if you're and if you're talking about second and third shift, oh, it's a whole different thing. If they're working those times, Ernie, do a pitch for yourself. I, I keep uh, pitching MikeRecruiter uh, dot com as the you know best sales recruiter in the world. But uh, <laughs> what's your? Do you have a website you want to give us? <laughs> Check in the mail. I, I have no website. I have no website. I've worked 20 years without a website. My firm belief is that if you can, if you want to do food, you look go to my LinkedIn page. I will talk to you. I'll reach out to you. And, uh, and what 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 is your okay your your LinkedIn page? There must be a lot of Ernie Marinos. Am I right about that? There's a few. There's a few. Okay, Ernie Marino recruiter. Is that going to find? Are people are going to find you there? Are you related yeah. to Rita Marino? What a beautiful woman! <laughs> Sorry, she's a little old now, but but oh, no, she, but I, I dance equally as well. No, okay, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> okay, now now the guest today. Let me just see if she's here. No, she's not here. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, she, you know, she says uh, she is an early adopter of recruiting technology and social tools. Okay, and uh, I was going to ask her which tools uh she's referring to because uh, the only one but uh, you know she's not here but she did note one on another comment she said she likes one note uh and i used to hear people rave about it but i never hear anybody talk about it anymore uh it used to cost money now it's it's free does anybody here use uh, one note microsoft OneNote? no i don't ernie 
<laughs> no. No? No? Do you, you guys no. know what it is? Yes. You I know, know what, what it is? is? Okay. What about yeah. Evernote? Some recruiters love Evernote. Anybody here use it? I, 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 I use Evernote. Use it. Yeah. I don't use it nearly as much these days. So. What did you use it for in recruiting? No, it, it you know literally it was just to like grab and and save articles that I was reading or you know stuff from the internet. I'd throw it in there and then I'd have like a a reading list and I would open notes and build notes on scripts or what I'm going to say or objections and it was just a repository for all of my stuff in different categories. Uh, okay. Messaging one, sequences. That's what OneNote. One OneNote was too. It's like an endless text. Uh, an endless text file that you could shove stuff into. Uh, Ernie, do you do you did you use Evernote? Did you say? I used it a little bit, and then it it really became like a substitute uh, a notebook. And instead of writing it down, you'd go to you'd go there and you'd write your little notes and things you want to come back to yeah. and remember. But now what I'm trying to use is more the uh, my database. You know, like whatever database I'm using, whether it's Big Biller, Luxo. Uh, I, I would go to I would just try to put it in there and try to get it more concise. Oh. Okay. Okay. So anyway, she, she I guess that's how she uses uh OneNote. Okay. Uh let, she's let me, a I, big let me mention let me mention one other thing too, if I animal. You know, Michael G. Cox turned me on to a thing called AppSumo. Oh dude. You yeah. remember doing that, Michael? Uh, no, I, I know I what apps are. I've actually bought something from them. But go ahead. Tell, tell us how you've used apps. What is AppSumo for the people who don't know? And uh, and how have you used it? Michael, Michael, is that the one you told me about? Yeah. Where you had bought, Probably. A, you I had mean, bought a program? I just want to say hi to Kelly. Yeah. Kelly says the ratio is extreme, okay? The infinite, the infinite there's an. <laughs> Kelly, shame on you. There's an infinite number of bad uh, and a very limited number of good recruiters, but you wouldn't know it based on the typical level of arrogance and inflated egos. Wow. <laughs> well, don't pull any punches, dear. Okay, I think she's job hunting, right? <laughs> and people who are job hunting have a lot of nasty things to say about recruiters, but I love Kelly. Okay, Kelly Blockdyke. Anybody who's, uh, and I'll spell her last name. Oh, she's on Twitter. You can find her, Talent Talks. That's the easiest, okay? I met I met uh, Kelly here with her husband, also a nice guy. Uh, she and, and her husband and uh, Daryl Diosio, we, we went for uh, dinner, and uh, they paid. <laughs> I kind of put hey. my hand toward my pocket and made like I was going to pay, but I stalled a little until they offered. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And it was, did, uh, I think it was Mexican food. It was very good. Nachos. You did a crocodile. Yeah. You did a crocodile. <laughs> Is that what yeah. it's called? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I really hand, liked her. Know, can... I really liked her. I think she's somebody, you know, my gut feel is that, you know, if you, if you want to be happy coming to the office and meet somebody, you'd want to work with someone like Kelly. So there's my endorsement for talent talks for HR she's and awesome. recruiting. Okay, you were saying something, but you were had trouble getting it out, Ernie. You kept referring to uh, Mike about AppSumo. AppSumo. Uh, sense that if you're if you've got some new kind of software uh, for business, you go to AppSumo yep. and they've got a huge huge mailing list, and they offer it out at a, a really good 
one-time only price. You don't have to pay on a month. They give you a cheap price and or yep. some uh, some kind of discount. But you know what? They charge a lot of about thirty percent of sales they yep. take from the uh, from the software producer. Uh, I've seen people complain yep. about that. So what have you guys used AppSumo for? Because I think you can get really good deals from them. Ernie, you first. Yeah. Since you brought it up. Well, I, no, I would tell let Michael go first because he's the one that turned me on to it, and he got a good deal. What'd go you get, on, Michael? Okay, so I got um, continually, which is basically if you go to the website, it, it's it's a um, a chat bot, and and if you were to buy continually today, you'd probably have to pay, I don't know, it's like you know thirty bucks a month or forty bucks a month, I don't know. And um, I, I just paid one time as like fifty or sixty dollars, and I've got their service for ever. It's a what they call an LTD or lifetime deal, um, and, and I've got a chatbot now. And then um, like Publer, which is kind of like a uh, what was that? Uh, so so what uh, was the first what was the first one called? Uh, what, what was the first name of the first the chatbot? Continually. continually, and what's the second one? Because I didn't hear that. Then you you mumbled. Okay, what'd you say? Yeah, Publer. What did you say? P u b p u b l e r dot i o Publer dot i o. It's yep. basically a, a, an app to schedule all your social media posts. Um, uh-huh. it, and like like a buffer. Um, and then I also got um. Flixier to to do all of my videos. And what what is it? Spell it. Spell it. I, I'm not getting it. Spell uh, it. Have have some respect. Spell it. Sorry. All right. Some of these aren't available anymore, dude. They're they're only available for. No, no. For, but at least if you if you thought if you thought they were worthwhile, some people might want to pay full yeah. price. I mean, if they're good. Flixier is F L I X I E R, and it's basically it. A, a software. It's all. All of these things are web-based um, to to um, do your your video editing, um, and and it makes it super easy. Uh, I got Sales Flare, F L A R E, Sales Flare, um, which is an awesome, uh, basically sales uh, CRM. Um, and, and I got that one there, and then I've got. I bought Outplay. it too. I bought. It. I've never used it, but I bought it for forty dollars American. Is that what you paid? Yeah, something like forty or fifty-nine. I don't know. Yeah, I got. Um, but I got that a few years ago. They came up a few years ago, and I said for forty bucks. I'll. I think it was four years ago. Yeah. I'll spring for it. Yeah, do, do you use it? Yeah. Do you use it? It's a sales flare, but yeah. it's not made specifically for recruiters. Do you find that's a, a limitation? I know that. Uh, no, it's, what's I, the I other guy? Sales, dude. That, and sales is pretty much all I do these days, anyway. So that's all I, I use it for. So, so that's that's your ATS essentially, your, your sales flare. No, it, it's my CRM. Okay, so your CRM and your ATS are not combined. I don't. I don't really use a C, a, 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 an ATS, man. Sorry. Where I, do you store your candidates? Where do you store your candidates? Honestly, my cheat is I use Google Suite for email and all that stuff. And part of yeah. Google Suite is uh, what do they call it? It's called uh, Keep. 
Yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll create a a new note in Keep. Like um, I've got, uh, let's say Todd. Uh, he's a chief revenue officer, um, possible for XYZ company. I list phone number, email, LinkedIn profile, uh, city, um, his, his uh, comp requirements, and then some possible target companies. And then whenever I have an opportunity like that, I can do a quick search in Keep, and that's been working great. Yeah, I've got G Suite as well, and I've got Keep, but I've never figured out how to use it productively. So that's an interesting, uh, and it's free. So that's an interesting uh, use, and it's searchable. Seven bucks a month. No, 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 no. Um, Uh, Google Suite. I pay. I pay eleven, ten, or eleven Canadian. But I mean, that's part of the. There's no any additional cost, and you're saying it's searchable. I'll have to take a look at that. The thing is, though, with Google, they've got these functions. They just disappear them all of a sudden. Keep has been yeah. around for a few years, but you never know. I used to use Google Notes. They had a note-taking uh, function, and it disappeared, mm-hmm. right? They got rid of it. Yeah. yeah you that, never that's, know. That's the risk I'm taking. Uh, okay. So that, and then I've also got Outplay. Um, What's that? And OutplayHQ.com. Um, and basically outplay, everybody's always talking about automating your messaging and your sequences and all that stuff. What outplay does is it automates me, the user. And, you know, it tells me today I have 474, um, tasks that not, that are due. And the tasks are like, uh, messages that I need to send out through LinkedIn, uh, connection requests. And follow-up messages, and even phone calls that I can I can dial. It has a dialer also, and if nobody answers, I can drop a voice message um, without having to actually leave it myself. So it's basically telling me, you know, this is your messaging sequence, and I threw like 500 people into that messaging sequence, and then it it, it tells me what messages are due on which days, and and it just keeps me organized. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Someone's called in. Uh, who's that? Uh-oh. Is it the guest? No, I don't know. It's a 111 number. I think it might be from England or somewhere like that. I'm not sure. You don't have to say who you are. I'm just If it was the guest, I would give her an opportunity to say hi. So that last one, what was that last uh, service called, Mike? Michael G. Cox. Sorry, I was I muted myself. It was outplayhq.com. And how much did that cost you on AppSumo? I actually I didn't get it through. I, I almost got it through AppSumo, but I missed it. So now I have to pay monthly. Okay, but it was, see that's my point. It was good enough that you were willing to pay pay for it. Er, Ernie, yeah. you still with me? Bernie, yeah. still with yeah, me? Yeah, no, and I'm still here, and that and that's why I wanted Michael to do it because he explained it to me and he did such a good job. And the thing about it is this: now you kind of you kind of use AppSumo to keep kind of track of what's coming out new, and it's kind of like yeah. if you were going to buy stock when a company was just starting. And and yeah. he turned me on to this, and I said, you know what? If I keep track on it, maybe I'll find the next uh, great app for me. And these yeah, guys, next I would say these people are like looking to start up their own business, and you get a break because yeah. you're helping them out. 
Now, now the risk, so, yeah, you get that break because you're you're giving them money up front with the expectation <clears throat> that you've got this lifetime deal and they will get better. The risk is the company folds and you you, you lose out on forty, fifty, yeah. or a hundred dollars. Yes. But like, okay, but not in the short term. I, Probably not in the short term. Uh, although, you know, yeah, lots of these companies do fail after a few years. It's true. If you could transfer yeah. your if you could transfer the data you've put into them, like especially like in Google Keep or something like that, to another platform, you're safe. If you're using Salesflare, you could probably move it somewhere else fairly easily. But uh, if yeah. you lose all your data, you're, you're up shit's creek, okay? I'm going to be a yeah, little I might actually have to that. resort to sourcing my connections on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to do an ad. I mean, I've neglected the ads because I, I haven't uh, billed them for forever okay but let me let me go back and say hire tool they are my friends h-i-r-e-t-u-a-l they are a super duper sourcing tool uh and they've got a, a free chrome extension so you could see how they supply uh phone numbers and uh emails all personal and work oriented uh not for you know there's no service that supplies every a bit of contact information, uh, but they're pretty good. So you can check that out there. Uh, and then you can check out also their uh, full sourcing suite. Everybody raves about it. That's the best thing I can say to you, and I'm sincere about that. I mean, there's other good contact uh, sourcing tools, but everybody consistently raves about this tool, Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, staffingdebt.com. If you are a third-party agency like we are, and somebody cheats you, if I got cheated, I would go to them now. Even though I'm like uh, 1,500 miles away, they're down in Florida, um, I just have the feeling they know what they're doing, maybe better than I do, okay? And who else? Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com, the online interview technology. You get your interview saved in a searchable text format, audio video if you want it and you can create these you press a button when you start an important question and you finish you press another button when you finish that important question and it creates a clip and you can pass that on to the hiring manager or anybody in the hiring uh committee and they can hear you speaking to the candidate and hear what she has to say in her own words. And you know what? If you are an ignoramus and you don't know anything about the field you're talking about, <laughs> that helps because you might not understand the answer, but uh, the hiring manager will. Okay. Although I would say if you don't have any um, in-depth knowledge of the field you're recruiting in, uh, you can't really ask any good follow-ups. Would you guys agree with me about that? Mike and Ernie, well, that's gotta... who I'm talking to now. Okay. <laughs> no, you got to understand what you're doing. You got to understand your field, and you got to be a pro uh-huh. at it, and you got to study okay. it, just like you study okay. recruiting. Yeah. You got to study your field. Okay. But let me ask okay. you this question, though, Animal with Honig, you could also use that when you're talking and taking a job order, can you not? With a, uh, with you a, know what? Uh, they promote. They promote it. They say. They say you're exact. Uh, giving me a great, great opportunity to promote their product. You can use it when you're talking to the hiring manager. You can create the same little clips and pass them on to candidates. Do the reverse so they can hear the hiring manager talk about uh, the the position. Yes, you're absolutely right. You catch okay. all the details. Okay. 
uh, Patty, the guest today, <laughs> someone asked, how do you handle counteroffers? She said, counters rarely work out. I know that's not scientific. I know that's a, a bias recruiters have, but every recruiter swears by it, except maybe Jerry. Jerry says, you know, uh, you know, I don't think he fights with people who uh, take a counteroffer. What about uh, you, Ernie? Do you have any issues with counteroffers? Oh, um, <clears throat> you can. You you got to kind of as you're going along, keep bringing it up, and and when you get their salary expectations, you also mention to them that. Eventually, they're going to come back. They're going to come at you with a counteroffer, and you got to remind them. You got to remind them that this is what's going to happen. But you got to also remind them as their motivation to why they were talking to you in the first place. So you got to ask that question: Why are you looking? I know you're happy. I know you're you're there. What's causing you to look? And and a lot of okay. times, there's that emotional stuff will will over will they will they will say, I know they're making me a counteroffer because. It's because of them now. They want to take care of themselves, you know, and, and, and they're upset. And you've got to keep reminding them of the pain, you know. Why okay, are but you if looking? the counteroffer because... solves their pain, gives them $10,000 more or something like that, and say, look, uh, we'll give you increased responsibilities, uh, you know, maybe that's a good counteroffer. Are they all just uh, measures? You know, the standard complaint is counteroffers, just, they just want to keep you on until they can find someone to replace you then they'll actually give you the heave-ho. Uh, do you believe that, Ernie? I, 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 no, I, I believe that, but I, also, but I also understand one thing. As you're talking to them and you're telling them this is going to happen, you have to, you have to ask them, your motiva- if your motivation for leaving is they're not paying you enough, let's do, me, do me a favor. Go talk to your boss right now and ask him if he'll give you a $10,000 raise and then see what they'll say. But take care of that first and then come back to me, you know. But try to yeah. figure out whatever the reason for leaving, whether it be money or anything else, can, their bo- can they go to their boss and ask, can it be fixed? And if it can, then you wish them well. You know, uh, there's only two people on the line with me, and I have to actually tell one to turn off the tap or start, stop, you know, fiddling with your garbage <laughs> can while, while Ernie's on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, that was me. I was clearing out my uh, ice chest. <laughs> okay. okay. Have the beer we'll right leave that. Now. Look, I'm going to close off the show. I just want to mention that uh, we might be doing the Recruiting Animal Show on November 20th, which is a Friday, uh, on uh, TalentNet. He asked me to do it, Craig, and uh, I can't say no. So if, if you guys are interested, uh Please uh, keep that uh, date. If you've got any special topics, you don't have to, okay? No obligations, but uh, I might talk to you about it again in the future. Uh, let me just see if she's got any important questions. Best motiv- She said the best motivating tool for recruiters, what do you guys, do you have a guess? One word guess. No? Flexibility. Hey, Did she say money? <laughs> Flexibility. No. Money. No, not money. Yeah. Flexibility. Oh, oh, here's one interesting – last question, sorry. If she, somebody asked a question – I found this really interesting – that uh, even if you hide your contacts on LinkedIn, when you connect with someone, apparently it shows up in everybody else's timeline who you're connected to. I, I didn't know that. And somebody had a problem. She's working a search – not this, not my guest for today, but somebody else was working a search, and she had a – she was connected with – 
her client on LinkedIn. And the client would see her connecting, the recruiter would be connecting with potential candidates and call them in advance, try to beat her to those people, or even after she contacted them and, and recruit them herself. Uh, has, anybody, has anybody ever encountered such a thing? Mike, MikeRecruiter.com? Where, I'm sorry, where the internal is trying to do that? No. Or okay, the hiring manager. Sleeping. I, I know it's, you know, it's the hour's almost I, up, okay? Uh, you don't have to pay attention. No, uh, Ernie, no. did you have something to say to I, that? I've never, I've, never, I've never had that experience, but if I could ever figure it out, that someone was doing that, I'd just confront them and ask them, what are you doing? What's going on here? <laughs> but, uh, you know, they tell me. You, and would you, you walk know, the away thing, from the, the order? Is, I, I probably would. That's drastic. I probably yeah, you know, it, it's kind of like you got to be confident in what you're doing. You know, you got you got to like take control of that part. There are things you can take control of within recruiting, and there are things you can't take control of. Whatever you can take control of, you take control, and you, and you try to just set the rules. Okay, so that sounds yes. I would walk away from it. I would scold that oh, uh, client, and so. if what? Yes, <laughs> yes, I would. Walk away, and then I would call staffingdebt.com if they hired anybody like that and say, I introduced them to that person, and I want a fee for that, right? MikeRecruiter.com, ErnieMarino.com. Jerry, who was here. Jerry, we all are sending you rays of good health so you feel better. And Kelly, remember, hire Kelly, TalentTalks on Twitter. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.